Welcome to Apologetics and the Gospel. My name is Pastor Jonathan White, and I am the lead pastor at Cross Point Family Church in Hurricane, West Virginia, as well as a practicing emergency medicine physician. Our question for today is, why does cancer exist? This is a personal and difficult question for many today. I don't think there's anyone listening to this podcast that hasn't either been personally affected by cancer or had a close friend or family member affected by cancer. Uh, but why does cancer exist? Where did it come from? Today we're going to address this question like we always do, from a scientific perspective as well as a scriptural perspective. So the first thing we need to address is to further understand what cancer is. So what is cancer? According to cancer.gov, cancer is a disease in which some of the body's cells grow uncontrollably and spread to other parts of the body. It can happen virtually anywhere in the human body. The human body is made up of trillions of cells, and each of these cells has a defined lifespan. In order to continue existing, these cells must grow and then multiply by a process called cell division. Without getting too far into the weeds and cellular division, there are many steps of this process that must occur without error or problems develop. Uh, when problems do develop during DNA replication especially, we get something called a genetic mutation. Uh, some of these ge genetic mutations are silent mutations and do not lead to any harm in the cells, but others lead to mutations that cause various diseases, including cancer. Well, how common is cancer? Well, according to cancer.org, it is estimated that around 1.9 million new cases of cancer are diagnosed yearly as of 2022. It's also estimated that around 600,000 people die each year from cancer. What are the most common types of cancer? Well, the most common types of cancer today are breast, lung, colorectal, and prostate cancers. And as a physician, I can't address this topic without giving some preventative health information as well. So how can I prevent cancer? Well, according to the World Health Organization, around one-third of cancer deaths are due to tobacco use, obesity, alcohol consumption, low fruit and vegetable intake, and a lack of physical activity. Uh, so, so far we have addressed how cancer occurs and what it is. We've discussed some of the most common forms of cancer as well as some preventative measures we can try to take to try to prevent cancer. But we still need to answer the question, why does cancer exist? Does, does evolution have an answer? Do atheists have an answer to this subject, this topic? Well, those who have an evolutionary worldview have a difficult time explaining cancer. Because in their worldview, things went from lesser to greater, they, they went from worse to better, and they went from lower to higher. Yet cancer diagnoses continue to increase worldwide. Although it is true that an increased life expectancy as well as better diagnostic testing have attributed to this increased diagnosis some, these two things do not fully explain the increase of cancers worldwide especially if we look at pediatric cancers. Uh, per the National uh, Cancer Institute data, pediatric cancers since 1975 are up 27%. If evolution provides a framework of improvement of life forms over time, then why does it seem like the opposite is what we observe? But what about the Bible? Does the Bible have an answer? Absolutely. Uh, Genesis 1 and 2 describe the earth created perfectly. Genesis 1.31, as we mentioned 
a week or two ago, said this, or says this, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good, and there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. Uh, everything is great at creation. There's, there's no death, there's no sin, and there is definitely no cancer. But then Genesis 3 comes, and man sins against God. Sin and death enter the world. DNA replication, heart health, relationship health, and mental health are all affected. Everything is affected. The sin that entered the world through Adam and Eve in the garden continues to affect the world even today. It, it even affects the earth, as we see through catastrophic tornadoes, hurricanes, volcanoes, and earthquakes. Uh, see Romans 8.22. Uh, for we know that the whole creation, that's the whole world, has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. But our bodies groan as well. And I'm pretty sure everyone near over 40 just said amen after that statement. Uh, cancer entered the world when sin entered the world. And sin continues to wreak havoc on our DNA and our bodies. God has been gracious through the use of medicine to treat and even cure some cancers, but it is clear that our bodies continue to get worse and not better. Uh, note one quick thing here. We are all sinners, yes, absolutely. But not all cancer is due to your sin in particular. Although our sins do have consequences, and some cancers can be directly related to our sins, consider smoking and obesity. Many cancers, however, are due to the overarching sin of the world. We live in this fallen world and are all affected by the sin of the world. Well, this has been pretty depressing so far, hasn't it? Many of you are like, Pastor Jonathan, we got any, is there any good news that we can talk about? I'm glad you asked. Yes, there is good news. And the good news is that for those who are in Christ Jesus, who have believed in him as their Savior and repented or turned away from their sins, they will receive a new and glorified body after this broken one passes. 1 Corinthians 15, 35 through 49 lets us know that we will be given a new glorified body. It will be imperishable and undefiled, uh, which means it cannot be marred by sin and it lasts forever. Uh, and as Revelation 21.4 states, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. There will be no more tears and no more pain. There will be no more death. So in conclusion, why does cancer exist? The answer is because of sin. But that is not the end of the matter. We all pray for a cure for cancer. Obviously, those with, uh, of us with more medical knowledge, we realize that cancer is not just one thing. Actually, cancer, there's more than 100 documented types of cancer, uh, with many of these documented types having many different mutations requiring many different treatments, even for the same type of cancer. Uh, a single cure appears all but hopeless. But for those of us in Christ, we continue to have hope we know that first and foremost, God has the ability to heal anything, even on this side of eternity. Sometimes his answer is yes, and sometimes his answer is no, according to his will. But eternally speaking, those who are believers in Christ, cancer will eventually be eradicated forever as we live with our Lord in heaven. Praise be to God for that promise. This presentation has been put together to strengthen the faith of believers and challenge the unbelief 
of others. I pray that you found this presentation helpful. Also, please note that this 10 to 15 minute presentation cannot exhaustively address most issues. Uh, my prayer is that it stimulates you to personally research further, and I am assured that you will find the Word of God proven true time and time again. Feel free to email any ideas you would like to see addressed by emailing me at crosspointwv at gmail.com. There are slides prepared for each of the presentations, which can be accessed at our church website at crosspointfamily.church and select ATG. God bless and have a blessed week.